a, a exotic, like exotic dance or something. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. So we just started recording again because like he's telling me about a cool project. And you're working, it's you and one other artist. Yeah, one other artist from originally Singaporean, uh-huh. but lives in, lives in, he's been living in Europe for 24 years. Yeah. And uh, we're looking at the idea of uh, a certification. Yes. Male based on the male dancer's body, yeah. uh, the African male dancer's body and the Asian male dancer's body, and how they perceive in in the West. And I guess like my dilemma with uh, this, you know, you asked me before about how do I feel, you know, like entertaining and all that kind of stuff. And uh, this is a question I keep asking myself all the time because people. Uh, People's introduction to African dance, like, oh, this wild, let's go into the wild. And so people throw, you know, team party, let's go into the jungle, let's go into the wild, and then invite African dancers to come and dance. And you ask yourself, you know, mm-hmm. as an artist, you know, am I contributing to that as a dedication or what am I doing? But I'd, I'd, another honest, I've got to survive, you know what I mean? Yes. This also helped me yeah. to be able to. And also, to if they're interested, then it's, I. Tell me what you think. It sounds like it's better that you're there giving them actual, um, showing them what the actual dance is than someone who doesn't know. Yeah, I, I guess, yeah, and, and yeah, it's true. Yeah, it's true. But I guess, I guess where it's very blurry and it's very messy is that, uh, you know, someone threw a party, so you are just part of the decoration. They don't consult you about, you know, how do we, or, you know, you know, you don't have an art to tell them about, you know, uh, this is what it is. This is a contest in which it's been performing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, today we're doing this fight. Oh, no, yeah, just come 15 minutes, it's fine. You know, you go there and you have zebras and lions and trees and you're like, but this is not Africa, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's like then all these layers, you know, going on in your head. And I've done so many crazy performances, but it pays the bill as well. So you're like, you know what I mean? But then you have, you know, a lot of strengths that are like, Really good business people, and they have the massive business, and they have right. they've got the connections. Mass, they got the connections, and right. they get all the like massive gigs. And but you know, it's a, you ask yourself, um, is this right or not? But in other hand, as well, you know, yeah, they bring the business, so it's like yeah, it's very confusing. Yes, yeah. So this is the stuff that you know I'm working on, and you're gonna talk about. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't even know how you would start because there's also I uh, yeah when the exotification is the exo- like the exotification of the anglo west as well like it's um there's something i don't know or like generally there's something sexual and primal about mm-hmm. the African male body, and mm-hmm. there's something like efficient and clean and non-offensive about mm-hmm. the Asian male body, mm-hmm. and then there's something like shameful and hidden about the white male body. <laughs> this is like stay dressed all the time, like stay hidden, yeah, clean and you know nice, gentle, and yeah, it's very confusing. It's really, really confusing, and but so that plays into embodiment as well. Like, like you said before, how much do I let other people tell me who I am? Mm, mm, mm. It's true, and and I guess this is this is not this is not something you can answer because it is all this happening because of how 
you know the way it's been built yes and and uh you know it's it's got a long hundred history you know mm. a history of how hundred years of how things have kind of unfolded and where we are at the moment so um yeah it's not a question that you can really answer now today but it's just something that we have to be very, if you are aware of it then it's confusing also because it's like you know like even how we judge people, or, you know, like yes. or this, you know, or this guy's wearing hood, so you like hip hop music, or this, you know, lady's dressed this, so you be this. But I mean, why? It's not right, you know. You actually see three Indian men, you know, or three African men just like hanging, talking, going like, "Well, oh, this guys don't have work, you know, they causing trouble." And then you see someone dressed really clean and nice, you know, white man, you know, with the tie, and you know. So how even we great people. Yeah. Uh, unconsciously, you know, have something to do with how we receive our news and everything. But yeah, how are you going to deal with that work? Like in the dance studio, you're going to do, you're going to make a dance show. Yeah, we're making a dance show, but I guess we're making a very interactive show that really confronts people. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, the the a lot of the work that we're doing now is more about the setup of the work, not the work itself. Yes. How, how the setup of the work. Yeah. Where is it gonna be? Yeah. How is it gonna be? How are we gonna interact with people? It's the most important thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I guess it's also it, it, integral to the work that both of you have moved out of places where you were the majority into places where you're now the minority. Mm. Mm. But also uh one uh how do you call it contrast between I and him is that mm. Is Asian, you yes. know, but he have ballet background. He have okay. no I like kung fu traditional. Or say, oh, can yeah. you do kung fu? You know what I mean? And you like, course. but I don't know. You know, he can't even speak the language yeah. very well. And you know, mine like I grew up in this person interested in that. You yes. know what I mean? So it's very <laughs> wow. Good luck, Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Um, uh, so you're gonna have rap music in the show as well. Yeah, um, the thing is, I wanted to have uh, the format of rap, yes. but I wanted to have a different. You know, I think if I start to think straight away rap, then you know it's it's just gonna be the same. So it's not like how we dance. You know, you know, it's gonna yeah. be fire. It's gonna be water. So uh, um, I've actually invited someone to do a. Uh, to, to run a uh, workshop with us. What's her name? And Zenab. 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 Uh, she is a she has a rap and then she teach people how to kind of write in English. Or? In English, yeah. yeah. Um, and so she's gonna give us some basic too for us to think about how we can write our own rap. Oh wow! Awesome. Yeah. I we can have our own rap, but I've also been doing this. This is high speed. When I did my uh, wrestling, I did this high speed. The guys about how to. Um, like, so we can ha- have a different format of rap that we can use in the work. Mm. So I, I gave this uh, guys um, a number of ten. So you have ten lots of four, mm. and instead of counting one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, uh, and then start again, rap, rap it. So you can do one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. You know, so uh, so they have this four, and then was really interesting because uh, I didn't talk too much, but they just said rap it, and everyone have a very different approach to it. You know, mm-hmm. so this is also very nice too for me to say, okay, uh, you know, I can also look look at use at use that format mm-hmm. in terms of imposing words, actual words on it, and you know, 
different different so because one of them well she play music you know so she play music was like so she was every thought she was really a numbers were really based on music pattern you know uh, one also one also based on the accent you know so one two three four five six seven eight nine ten like, you know mm-hmm. so and then I think Tuba also did something really interesting where it was like it just like <laughs> break the rules but you know it rap from one to ten rap from ten to one and, ah, yeah, you know, yeah. so it's Cool. So it's a really, really interesting dynamic. So these cool. are the things I'm really interested in. I'm interested in rap, but also just so we 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 have more varieties of like you know not the same format of like, mm-hmm. but you know how do we use words on, on stage? So yeah, that's cool. We can just focus in on the one work that you're doing for our studio mm-hmm. and focus on what your really busy with yeah and like the questions that you have cool uh, I guess I guess with um, out of the studio also it's like like if you talk about the trade that kind of all of my work also makes sense because that work that out of studio work uh. is uh, where I'm right now you know like finding my voice like coming from Africa you know Trying out different understanding, you know, the geography, how people think in Australia, and how I can contribute. And you know, from here going back to going back again to the residence in Burkina Faso last year, it's yes. like where I am, you know. So it's like the philosophy that which is which about people, which is about finding the voice, which is the main kind of core, which is honing the work. Yes, it's where I am also in my life right now, about finding, you know. So okay, it so also makes sense. Yeah, it can't be separated. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, what did you propose to do at Burkina Faso? Uh, it was more uh, go, uh, to go and study with our search. So, mm. uh, yeah, it was a mentorship pro- program. So mm. I was going to observe how search work and search nice. like... Um, it's one of the biggest African choreographers at the moment. Mm. Also, but also Burkina Faso is a. When you look at uh, the kind of work they make, it's very interesting because it's a very revolutionary, like a very revolutionary place. Yes. And um, like in my country, Ghana art is big, but we don't have the voice. In Burkina Faso, the artists have the voice. So. Painters, uh, dancers, mm. photographers—they use their art always fighting the uh, the system, and that's how they change their present art, which was maybe two years ago. Yeah, with art. A, yeah, with art. Wow. Said made a work called Uprising Burkina Faso. Yeah. Other people were, you know, like farmers, everyone, you know, mm-hmm. and that 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 really like. Um, you know, like cause everyone to go on the street to protest and everything. You know, so it's very interesting when you look at you know the kind of work. And uh, it was also because of the history of uh, of the country, which is like they've had um, they've been in dictatorship for maybe thirty five years, and so uh, you know, like killing journalists, and so all all the artists are very, very outspoken about. 
Um, those, there's a very big documentary recently just released about like okay. the whole uprising, which is really interesting. And that was part of uh, what you were learning as well. Yeah, because I, I wanted to, you know, I find myself always making uh, like a work apart, you know one final voice or oppression or resistance you know like mm-hmm. it's always been like uh, for some reason I found myself doing kind of work so I thought it would be good to kind of go there and see what inspired the artists mm-hmm. why are they like very very um, why are they very revolutionary and everything they, every, all the work they make is about you know fighting the system and so um yeah, that's what that's how when then also how the dance is is very different. You know, it's like when you see a dance work, it's it's like there's no rules. You know, there's no mm-hmm. ways of falling or rolling or wanting to be on stage or how someone have to dress. It's like everything is involved. Okay. You know, throwing chairs around like yeah, like it's just the way the the the, the way they they make their work is so different from all around. Like even different part of Africa wow yeah wow and do you think that you're going to be throwing chairs in your work and things like that in Australia or do you think Australia doesn't need that not it really something else I it <laughs> that's a very interesting question I think I think there's not with throwing chairs not, not throwing chairs but I'm also like you know uh that's why it comes up, you know, how do I contribute to society? So also yes. maybe, uh, you know, maybe also I also need a different point of view. You yes. Know? So uh, that's why I went there so I can see how I can also um, contribute to like the way I make work, you know, mm-hmm. because I feel like, um, you know, there's, there's no one way of making work, you know. Yes. Um, I've grown up in a very different environment. I've been affected by my society and what I've seen how I grew up so how I do things will be different from someone who grew up here where did you grow up? I grew up in Ghana uh-huh. until how old? Uh, 23 okay yeah so you know I grew up there yeah and where I grew up was Jamestown which is a place where um, art making is part of everyday life so okay. um, the suburb that I grew up in is is very um it's known for like it art. So if you're not a boxer, you're a soccer player, you're a dancer, or you're a musician, or you're a ball juggler, you're like, you know, the BMS, like, so it's all known for that. Okay. And, and we all kind of train together on the beach, you know, share ideas. Like, that's how we grew up. Yeah, and dancing as well. Yeah, and yeah. dancing, and dancing, and mm. dancing. So you have like people, and, and maybe it's because... Uh, there's not much money there, mm-hmm. you know, and it's a little bit rough, but also very strict rules. So, you know, it's older than you, like kids can fight, and uh, it's part of growing up, you know. Okay. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, you can fight, and it's like, okay, the rule if you fight with someone, you don't have to take something to hurt them. If you hurt them, hurt them with your hand. So, is that the rules? You, know, uh-huh. like, you can look in the eyes of someone older than you and. And, and tell them to fuck off, you know. Okay. Someone, someone who punish you. Huh. In all different sectors, like even, even in like, like people that are like 40, you know, 30, like if you 
if this is a place where you're working, you know, like for example, there is a, an abattoir, you know, where, and it's like, because they use knives and everything, so the rule says, if any trouble happen, no one should take a knife. If wow. you take a knife, someone can punish you. And it's a street rule, like it's raw, but no one will do it. Wow. You know what I mean? So it's very raw, but it's, but it's very safe because the rules are very clean, you know? Okay. And if someone steal your pen from here, yeah. and you know from there, Sabe, and you go to a place, oh, someone steal my pen, say, where did the person steal your pen? In Maribel, which, which location? Okay, don't worry. In two minutes, they'll bring your pen. Wow. So it's like, it's crazy, but the rules are very, you know, so this is why I grew up. Okay. And so, um... And then moved to Australia. Yeah. Okay. And so I've seen, you know, like I've seen, you know, I've seen how people live together. I've seen how, I've seen people who would have been like, you know, like I've seen the the, the system and the corruption and, mm. and the privilege and, you know what I mean? All that kind of stuff. Like people who would have been whatever they wanted to be but because of because you have to have money to go to school and you know? so like so all my work I, I'm doing is you know it's about um, yeah you know it's got some sense of community and um, and do you do like as you make shows but do you also what other dancing do you do now in Australia, like uh, jams or improvisations? Uh, so the shows that I make more because look, the what we do is like a niche here. So you know, there's a lot of like entertainment, yeah. like a corporate, uh, team building. So yeah, like it that. it is a, it's kind of a fuel to kind of also for me to have some time so I can spend time and maybe exploring some. Uh, some art stuff, you know, because those works are not very regular here for me. Also, okay. you know what I mean. So you get you do more work for corporate for entertainment. Yeah, yeah, for entertainment. And sometimes you need time to actually work on the art or the dancing or. Yeah, yeah. Like I say, I mean, you know, when when I came when I came to Australia, I started working for the following day because I know people, and then we have a lot of shows in schools and all that kind of stuff. But you know, like this, this is what I, I started doing when I was a kid. So, okay. um, I don't know when I started doing the African dance, but as long as I remember, I've always seen my, my, you know, the brothers and sisters, my, you know, everyone do it. So mm-hmm. it was easy for me to learn and join a group. So I've done it all my life. But uh, what I'm trying to say is that. Um, like I don't have to think about it you know what I mean so uh, but it, so it's not enough for me you know what I mean as a person growing you know finding my own but it's not enough for me that's yeah. why I like and I imagine there are things that you are thinking about that you're trying to work out as well like you have questions about um, what a dance can be or how a, how a society can be or something like that because, I don't know, I find for myself, like you said, there's just dancing that you can do and you don't have to think about it. Mm-hmm. But then there's also projects where, like, you are trying to work out how we can live together in a society or something. Or... I'm curious to know, what is the dance... So, in Australia, it's called African dance, mm-hmm. but... 
when you're in Ghana, what, yeah. what did you call it? Cool. So, so I'm the right person to ask this question okay. <laughs> because I I think about this in every day, and the more I you know learn about myself and wanted to you know start choreography so it's not not just about entertainment it's more you know looking at the concept really digging digging uh, everything yeah i i come across all these questions about uh even using the name african dance yeah uh, because um because it's almost like with your history it's already steeped in that and it just yeah but but also but also uh the thing is that like saying, okay, I'm doing African dance or African. What, what, what do you really mean? You know what I mean? Is it the style? Is it the form? Or is it the philosophy? Ah. And um, like a lot of uh, African choreographers, I've had a lot of issue. I feel I've had a lot of issue with saying, "Oh, I'm doing African dance," because. The reason is whenever they go to a place to teach, like you know, I go to I, I travel and I go to Singapore to do to give a workshop, and I want to give a workshop about I, I just want to give an improvisation workshop or a workshop about yeah. uh, you know the idea and the philosophy around African dance, which is you know the working together, the relationship with the music and dance, um, you know the, the the sense of reading, you know, like I, I collect these things and. And use it as an improvisation workshop, mm. and people don't agree with that. They want because they've seen a video about. Uh, they say, "Oh, but this is not African dance." But because I have the two style, because I've learned, oh, it's it's not. I wouldn't say it's not a problem for me. Uh, I I know how to explain to people about you know. Uh, this is. Um, uh, uh, how, do, how, do, how do I put this? I know how to explain to people. Okay, no, what I want to say is that because I have had it too, and not all uh, dancers from African background, from Africa, can do both. You know, some of them have grew up in a theater background, from some grew up from improvisation background, and so when they go to give a workshop and you tell them, you can't do this, mm. but you have to do this. Then you, you are, you know, you taking their voice away from them. Yes. So that's so. This is also an issue. So when I even go to workshop, I, I watch how I tell people. So this is a dance. It's a style of dance from Africa. Yes, okay. and Africa is very big. It's massive. Ghana alone have uh, so many different tribes. About fifty-two different languages. And when you move from like Maryville to Newtown, the style of dance change, the rhythm change, you know, how it's the same. So it's like, how do you really explain, you know, what, how do you, know, how do you make things very clear to people when you're talking to them about this is African dance, so, you know, this style of dance from Africa and it varies from different places, you know. Yeah, so then if that's in a workshop context when you are making a show like the show mm -hmm. coming up and mm -hmm. you get dancers in to work with mm -hmm. how do you then work with them to be doing that that style of okay. yeah and and what kind of background knowledge do you want them to have like do they all need to have um experience doing african dancing mm -hmm. or do they need to be of african descent or can they be anybody yeah i guess um 
I guess now, uh, like especially with with full circle, uh, first of all, I was looking for, I was looking to work with dancers from African background, not necessarily if they have African, uh, not not because of the African uh, the style, but more because I'm I'm looking at African oral tradition and the connection to hip hop and rap culture. Uh, say so, that word again. African oral tradition yes, and the connection to hip hop and rap culture. Yes, yes, the hip hop and rap culture. So yeah. I was interested in working with dancers from African background, but you know, I guess you know we are in Australia. You know, there's only a small amount of yeah. It's a long way away. Yeah, it's a long way away. There's only a small amount, and you know, we can't say that oh, because you don't. It's not uh, you can't get African artists or dance to work with then you can make that work you know yeah. what I mean so, yeah. um, so I, I had initially I had to work in cast not they don't have they don't have the same style that I, I grew up with they have a different style but I was interested in dances that have contemporary background but also have mm-hmm. uh, like a have done like an urban style like hip hop or jazz mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. So this this and is the main. Are there urban styles in Ghana as well? Or yeah, yeah, they, yeah. And yeah. are they like uh, imported urban styles? Like in Australia, the urban style is kind of imported. Okay. So the urban style in my country uh. is part of everyday life. Okay. It's not imported. It's, uh. it's not been commercialized. Uh. The only the what have been commercialized is the what we say the African style, the African uh, the traditional style because. Uh, like I grew up seeing all my teachers working in Europe, you know, right. living, you know, traveling, performing, presenting, mm-hmm. uh, the style of dance that I do. So, but, you know, like only in the last three years that I realized, oh, actually what we call the urban style industry, which is Afrobeat, is actually being exported from, uh, like even when you look at dancehall, it's the same. Yeah. So the same stuff that we do in the streets. So it's like, you know, kids, everyone do it. It's yeah. not, it's not, uh, not for money. It's and so it's not actually that. It's so in Australia, it feels like uh, African culture developed into what became hip hop, and then hip hop got directly imported into Australia. And now to do like urban dance in Australia, feels like you're doing actually an American dance style. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. what you're saying is that actually you already had the Ghanaian culture and dance, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then. That's it's just like a pop culture version of like within the same country. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So, um, and with like African music and DJs and stuff as well, uh, or still to like the, 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 the thing is, the thing is that um, this they always throwing like competitions on the street. Like you go, you know how we go out to drink. Mm. People go out to dance. Okay. So when that you go out, great. when you go out to drink, yeah. uh, like every Friday, Saturday, mm. maybe they'll block this road. Yeah. There's a, a very small pub, but you know, so many people just chairs and on the street people drink, and you know, sitting down, socializing is part of like dancing. So people sitting drinking and people dancing, and that's that's how that's how they create all the different the different versions and, and, and give it a name. So of you course. know they'll have a style where maybe it's like someone will do this for one minute from 
um, maybe junction to junction, then they let this person will challenge them, you know. Then before you realize it's been done in Maryville, it's been done in Newtown, you mm. know. So this that's how they develop different style and then they'll give you know. yeah. yeah. So I guess the pop version of that was like if you type Azonto dance. Azonto. Yeah. Uh five, six years ago it became very big and everyone doing it and it became like you know, it was on BBC and everything. Wow. It was it was from from Ghana, from where I grew up. Yeah. Uh a style that came out and because musicians started to sing about it yeah and uh play beat and so five years ago all the songs like a lot of the songs look 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 the same because you know you need an eye beat up like really up it dance to another kind of stuff so um yeah so it became really popular and, yeah. but um, and do you when you're making work like you've mm-hmm, gone into the studio mm-hmm. next week mm-hmm. Do you, do you are you trying to keep up with all of these things and have them available choreographically as well or um, like what's the process look like in a studio? Look, so I guess uh, this thing that's my, my, uh, this this something I'm still navigating, mm-hmm. but um, I, I, that's not that's not my uh, point of uh, departure. You know, I don't yes. I don't go there. Yeah. I don't go there straight straight away. Mm. I I think I let the concept and the idea drive drive the choreography and everything. The concept of f- full circle. The concept of, of something generated and then it's adopted somewhere else and then it comes back and informs. Yeah, 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 and and also uh, I mean I guess with the kind of start that I've been looking at, I've, you know I'm I've been looking I've been watching a lot about. Uh, like blues and jazz lines and all that kind of stuff. And so in terms of the movement qualities, uh, these are some of the ideas that I'm, I, I have in terms of like shaping the work. So mm-hmm. I'm, 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 I'm trying to use African oral tradition, or oral tradition because I don't have any African cast at the moment. Okay. <laughs> so... Um, and so they don't have maybe the knowledge that you have about the lineage? No, no, they don't have the uh, uh, Like Rachel, I've danced with her a few times and she's done a whole lot of different style. Uh, Cassandra, she's got it. Is Rachel kind of short? Yeah, Rachel Daddy. I may have met her. Short and she's a bit teak. Yeah, I may have met her doing when I do Pansula on Monday yeah, night. Yeah, yeah, she's yeah, she's really good. It. Oh my god, and she's so hyped, she's and you just so hard dance with her. Yeah, yeah. I, might, I was like, I was having so much fun because she was in the class. It was like, she's thank such you so much. Interesting person. And so that's interesting then that there's like all of this movement in her body that mm-hmm. is dancehall and reggaeton and Pansula and that all uh, that stuff. Yeah, yeah. She doesn't have the steeping in the like the oral tradition or the. Or the, I am assuming mm-hmm. she hasn't mm-hmm. been to these places. Yeah, I, she, so none of them have been, have been displaced. I guess uh, I have to, I have to tell them about it. Right. But also, uh, I guess this work, this is a work in Australia. Mm-hmm. You know, um, what I am looking at is actually how can I, how can the dancers also contribute to mm-hmm. the work? So I don't much about Rachel, but. Uh, 
the other guy she's Filipino background and what's her name sorry Cassandra, Cassandra Moore or something uh-huh. and then Cassidy Cassidy Waters, Cassidy Waters. yes yeah, right. so I'm interested to also hear about you know horror tradition in in all of their cultures in, in, as in well. all the right. cultures and see how wow. we bring that philosophy around um, yeah. um yeah, but my, my my focus is actually to use that as the uh, as the starting point. Wow, that's as exciting! As a starting point to explore, uh, you know, to, to 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 use that as a starting point. Then to look at how we find our voice within our own tradition, mm-hmm. as dancers, mm-hmm. as Hadis, uh, um, how we find our voice within our traditional training. You know, whether it's a ballet or a contemporary, are we dancing the way we wanted to dance? You know? Yeah. So that's on another level. And then on, 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 a, on, a, on, a, on an on a global level, as, as hard as also, you know, not as human beings with our voice uh, within our society. Yes. As well, you know. And then. Yeah, so at, at that point, so uh, that. That and then I'm also interested in in in, in you know like looking at that that history of that hip hop you know, that that seventies eighties time mm. when you know all the when all you know when all the African American were interested in you know like it's, I know you can't do this anymore you can dance anymore you can do your African oratration no you can't do your dance anymore. And that gave birth to all the jazz and the tap and all that kind of mm. stuff. So you can't play drum anymore. Okay, we're gonna use our feet. You know, you can you can sing anymore. You can't play a drum anymore. We're gonna use our mouth to play the sound. So I'm interested in that era also. Um, I'm interested in that era in in the dancing stuff, but also in you know in the in the um, in, but but also in how do you call it? You know, the civil rights movement as well. I see. Yeah. You know, and where do you think, how, like, how do you experience where we're up to with that in Australia? Well, we're up to, yeah, we're heading in the right direction. Um, or I guess I'm asking you about your experience of being African Australian, I guess. Yeah. I guess, I guess my experience, um. Oh my God, I don't even know how to say this. Um, w- w- what I, I struggle with more is people accepting me as just an artist and not, you know what I mean? Like, artists from African background mm-hmm. and, you know, like I'm interested in so many different things and I have right to do that. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm, I'm just talking in, in the dancing set, which is like, because people, are, you know, how can you be a traditional dancer or entertainer and, and you know and be an artist and mm-hmm. and be interested in this and be interested in that so mm-hmm. I guess people always tell, unconsciously tell you what to do or how to behave without even knowing and you have to be able to be aware of these things you have to be confused you have to travel and come back and then like, oh okay actually uh, I just need to be strong in my voice I need to tell these people that you need to listen to me as well because I got something to contribute you know 
uh, because it's, it's not their fault. You know, someone grew up in a certain way, thinking a yes. certain way, and so they expect you to also behave like that. You know what I mean? But you feel like, oh, okay, well, I mean, I grew up from a very different environment, and so I will learn about this environment, you know, but uh, I'm never going to be able to behave like that, you know? Like, I've got, I've got a whole different... Um, you know, how I approach things will be different. Mm-hmm. And maybe if you listen to me, you can also learn about me by, you know, listening to me. Mm-hmm. With that. But people tell you what to do, and, you know, unconsciously. Yeah. Unconsciously. Because that's how they understand. Yeah, and it's very confusing. It actually push a lot of people away. Mm-hmm. But, uh, like I say, my vo- finding my voice like this work is very interesting for me because I... You know, I was really confused, and, and the ways that I see, you know, I was like, you know, there's not a lot of work about, you know, this, you know, the society or the social issue. What's about body in space? You know, like really, yeah. you know, interesting ways about body in space. Which, you know, it's not wrong with it, but you know, it's the work that has been happening here. You know, yeah. but I wanted to, you know, you know, I want to talk about the resistance, the corruption. You know, like you know, the social issue. I wanted to. See how I can bring, you know, my oral tradition, you know, the games, everything in my dance work. Mm. So if you don't see these things, you feel like you're doing something wrong, but it will take your time, you know. Like being here, going back, reflecting, going to different places, like working in India, Singapore, and Burkina Faso, you realize, okay, actually, you know, I just need to be strong in my voice and, and, and just be out, know what I'm doing, be aware of what I'm doing, but I'm not doing anything wrong, you know. Yeah. I can be like someone else, I can be like you, you can be like me, you know what I mean? So, I wonder about that with, um, so when you get in the studio mm-hmm. next week, yeah. and you're going to have these dancers with their own histories, and like you said, you can't be like them and they can't be like you, but, but you're going to work together. Yeah. What's the process? Like, what is it? Will you start with a, a, a technique class or you start with an improvisation or uh, and so, with music and what kind of music? <laughs> do you bring costumes at the start or not? Or? Yeah, that's a really interesting question. So I'm, 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 I'm hoping to meet them one in one uh, before we get into the studio. And I guess... Um, I guess I've been doing a lot of homework on uh, looking at the trajectory of the work. So what I just did about you know using African tradition as a as a departure yeah. into uh, finding our own voice as an artist. As, uh, so I guess the uh, uh, b- basic tools that I've got to work to uh, to, to 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 guide the the, the dancers. Yes. Um, Always, I, I don't start from the da- from the dance style. If I want to teach a dance style, then it's actually uh, at the later stages, okay. you know. But uh, I'm interested in seeing how they contribute into the work by their own um, experiences as dancers, yes. as human beings in Australia, as, as women as well, and. Um, um, so I think that's the middle part of the work. What I'm thinking in the beginning and the end of the work, I'll oh, the process, yeah, 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 the process, and in the middle, really be based more on, on the and and I guess there are a lot of tools they are ready for us to work with, which is, you know, um, which is uh, the 60s and the 70s and the 80s. They are. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I guess we're gonna have a lot of chat, you know, about this idea of mm, what a full circle is, why I'm interested in as in uh, uh, my own experience as a dancer. Mm-hmm. You know, like I tell you, my journey seven years or eight years being in Australia, you know, and coming back, to, you know, mm-hmm. coming back, and then also. Uh, we chat about this idea of you know that our tradition because you know in the 16th century in Africa you know how things were how things were done you know how stories have been, were told how histories were kept how yeah. technology buildings and everything you know and each one of your cast members will have that as well in yes ways. yes in different ways in different ways so um and what about India. How was India? <laughs> what did you do in India? India was, um, I guess India was the first high for me. Okay. Because um, I went to India four years ago, and that's why I did my first solo work. Okay. Which one? What was it called? It's called Long Walk. Ah, yes, yes, yes. Um, I think I've performed only two times in Australia. Wait, and what was the one that you performed at Critical Path last year? Last year, that's full circle. When we were... Yeah, yes, yes, that's yes. full circle. That's, so that's all I have. So this is like, this next one. Yeah, this is a next development of that. Yeah. It's really nice to see work that isn't finished. Mm. I, I imagine it's also a bit nerve-wracking to show work when you know it's not finished. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's true. It um, is true. It's true. And I guess, yeah, I was just going to say, I cut you off. I was going to go to India. India, yeah. So, uh, because it's like, I imagine a lot of countries feel that there's like this whitewash background mm-hmm. of no culture, mm-hmm. and then there's these like cultural dances or events that happen on top of that for yeah. people that have mm-hmm. come to that. Mm country that is whitewashed but then India is not the India is also rich with like its own regional cultures and yeah beauty. yeah yeah so the reason one the reason why India was a, a big eye opening for me was because um, I applied I, I, I was really fascinated by readings yes uh, um, particularly poly readings yeah and in relationship to the dance that we do and how it all really makes sense mm. in when you look at architectural design, you know. Um, and because I start make work, I've started to conceptualize everything. So, you know, when I when I listen to rhythm I just you know, can't imagine how, you know, they all kind of flowing and you know, that these algorithms make so, oh, that's nice. Rhythm yeah algorithm. It's really interesting. It's the same philosophy, you know? Yeah. It really makes sense because in, in African music you have all the four different parts. You have the the lead, you have the you have the grandfather, which is the three set of the rhythm of that really all all the different so you got a beat three beat going and yeah. you have all these people have their own part yeah. and then you have someone playing the lead and you know it's all four in the fourth and the eighth and the sixteenth. Mm-hmm. And it's a beautiful picture if mm. if if you can really see. Mm. So I'm interested in exploring these ideas with musicology. Uh, so I apply to uh, I apply this 
to quick up and I didn't get it and Maggie said oh I think the way you're talking about your work would be interesting for you to go to India because mm. um, so, Maggie has Indian heritage yeah, yeah. She? I'm not sure I think she thought but she did she, she ah, found okay. I wasn't uh, but they had a, a project in India okay. at that time so there's a festival called Atakala Indian Bina and it's a massive festival with uh, big works from all over the world but also they have two different platforms for young choreographers around the world you know mm-hmm. so co- young choreographers from around Asia which is like India Sri Lanka and other places mm-hmm. um, does it go all Indonesia. the way across like to Japan or is it just yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Okay. In India Japan uh, Indonesia all those places yeah. so I was part of like the 10 young choreographers around I went from Australia so it also includes Australia as part yeah, of yeah. Asia. Yeah, yeah, as part cool. of Asia. <laughs> and you have to propose a work. Uh-huh. And you have six weeks in the studio to make the work. Wow, with cast? No. With other dancers, just you? If you, if you need a cast, you let them know. Okay. You know. Uh-huh. But you collaborate with some engineer, a lighting engineer, mm-hmm. dramatic, mm-hmm. and four different choreographers all around the world. Wow. Or India, for six weeks to make the work. Wow. So I started developing this work with uh, Francis Ring at Cambertown. So I, t- I proposed that, um, looking at um, the trajectory of oppression and resistance to liberation and freedom, but through looking at the lifestyle of looking at uh, it was based on the history of Nelson Mandela from when it was a, a revolution to politician, mm-hmm. no, to revolution to prisoner to politician. Mm-hmm. You know? There's a musical happening soon, isn't there? Hmm? There's a Nelson yeah, yeah, musical. Yeah, yeah. That um, Tuba is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. how I found out about it. Oh, cool. Yeah, so. Um, and what yeah. was it? Was it wild in India? Like, was oh, yeah, everybody's so. shared language English when you were collaborating? Or did you have to learn something? I, 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 I didn't collaborate anyone. It was a solo work. Uh-huh. I was, the people that I was collaborating with were all not from India. Uh-huh. The sound engineer was from Germany. The lighting oh, wow. guy was from England. Oh, wow. uh, the dramatic is from India, but you know he speak English very really well. And three choreographers, they all speak English. Mm-hmm. So you know, but then you know, looking at the works, that people are really interested in, you know, digging down, you know, this six beats, this sixteen beats. You know, people are interested in the chaos. India, you know, uh, people interested in um, in navigating this uh, to space of you know what is their tradition, you know what's their voice within their tradition, you know mm-hmm. that that space. So it was always like that, you know, and it was really interesting, you know, uh, to see that uh, you know, people are doing works like this. You know, so it's like it was a really great eye-opening for me because I've not seen much of this work kind of works in Australia at the time, and I've been here for only three years, and you know, I've had this, I've had this training of like, uh, I've had this choreography training in 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 Ghana where it's like how you dance is conditioning. You know, it's been passed down for many, many, many years. Mm. So you learn them; it's a memory. And then you, you also perform it, and that's that's my introduction to dance. You know, mm-hmm. we learn the different style of dance, which has been existed for 
some 5,000, 6,000 years, you know. It's part of the course, that's how you learn. But, you know, my curiosity is about why it's not the left, why it's the right, why we, you know, why can't we run the floor, why can't we use ropes, you know what I mean? Yes. Uh, led me to, like, kind of uh, start to, you know, find how I can grow within my tradition, how, what, what is my contribution also, you know, mm-hmm. without learning what has been left there for me. So, and then I did, I did improvisation training also in Ghana for three years. Ah, okay. Through abstract drawing. Abstract drawing. Uh, my teacher was from Anuva and he's a dance pedagogy. Yes. Grew up in Ghana but works in Berlin, works in Anuva. So every three years we did like two months, two months, two months for three years. And in Ghana? In Ghana. And his studio is massive studio, white, and it's beautiful. Abstract. It does abstract draw, okay. so destroying all over the studio, and that's where we start our dance from. Okay. So you just start, and it's a really hard training, like from morning to evening, you know, just eating in between. Mm. So you start your training from, uh, you start your improvisation from an image that you see. So you see a drawing, and yeah, you, you see start a drawing dancing, and body, and then they say, "Oh, you are like this animal. You can." push to this side more, you, know, you can use your pelvis more, your torso more, so mm-hmm. this is my training. And then, um, you know, after moving to Australia, I was interested in, you know, in making work, and so, you know, so you can see how, you know, confused I will be. You know, yeah, like, of course, it's like, having this. on one hand, you've got this very strong tradition that yeah. it's important to keep alive, mm-hmm. and on the other hand, you think, why is it like it is? Yeah, yeah, wow. yeah. Does that... Um, is that what made you also interested? Because you run your own festival as well, don't you? Yeah, 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 yeah. And is that kind of based around that similar thing where people come together to learn tradition but also to question it? Well, yes, one, 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 one is that, but it, it's the festival really starts from, um, from me questioning what. Like, I, I just had a big conversation with all my friends going because I, I like to go back to Ghana, I like to dance with the locals and everything. So I started to ask my friends. Um, actually, I wanted to make a work called Jamestown, which is about reading, listen, okay. and how people live in Jamestown and how people can survive out of, and people make uh, their own toys out of. What's the. Um What's the ethnic makeup of Jamestown? Is it like Sydney, where there's lots of different types of people? No, 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 no. I mean, there's people that have come in, but my tribe is called the Ga tribe, mm-hmm. and the Ga tribe are people that from uh, living Accra, which is the city. Okay. But also a lot of people come from different places. But Jamestown is pretty Ga-speaking uh, place. Okay. Yeah, and um, mostly Africans. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mostly, yeah. mostly Ghanaian. And so they don't have like Chinese New Year festivals, like no, 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 like no, 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 no. We we have like the Fisherman's Festival and oh, cool. and all that kind of stuff. There's a time where fishermen can go out on the street and sing yeah. a song, yeah. make a song to tease anyone. Go, you know, we have the kings and the royal family and everything, and it's very straight how you can, like I said, there are rules, yes. you know, but. During that time, you can make fun of anyone. Okay, so you get one day. You got one day to make <laughs> okay. a song to talk about the shit someone did. After that, it's finished. Okay. You know, so uh, we have this kind of festival. But my festival mainly was to look at 
uh, indigenous games, so games that I grew up with, uh-huh. uh, games that we use a lot of readings, games that... And they're dancing games? Yeah, 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 they're dancing games. A lot of them are like, you know, the hand clapping games, mm-hmm. but then they hold songs that have been kind of composed during maybe like 150 years, which talks about a specific king or how the settler is kind of settled in Jamestown with the different clans mm-hmm. and stuff. So all these songs hold a, lot, a very strong history. You know, it's part of this horror tradition. That's how we learn about our community and stuff. Mm-hmm. But it's like all these games were fading away because, you know, it's computer. Kids wanted to go and other games. People want to go on the computer to play this. So all these things fading away. So because when I emergency, I started talking to people. When I realized people miss was these games, mm-hmm. so we set up a day to do that, and too many people turn up. And it's like intergeneration kids, mm-hmm. my age, my dad's age, really old people yeah. like oh. And then after everyone was like, oh, can we do it again? <laughs> you know? So that's what the festival that's is for. That's the first part. It's like yeah, it's focused on indigenous lineage. Almost. Yes. Yeah. And is it's open to people who are not indigenous of that area as well? Yeah. I, the first one we start, that was what, but then I realized, you know, we have, we got so much talented people in Jamestown, but we don't have a platform. Yes. There's actually no platform where they, people can say, okay, let's actually have a, a proper platform and showcase these or challenge artists to like think of the way they do their art you know how do you how do you find your own voice within mm. stuff you do you know is it just about that or can you formulate the concept around it so the following year we had that as well so then and because people were very different in Ghana I was interested in doing collaboration so okay you BMS like you go collaborate with these a cappella singers. Mm. You know, you Bojagles collaborate with these dancers. So mm. then they started to find new things about what they do. Cool. And that's how it kept going, you know. Yeah. Do you have uh like elders or mentors that you can get advice from? Or do you feel a bit like in I, I guess anywhere, but I guess in Sydney because you live here. Yeah. Or do you not, feel? Not, not, not really. I mean, it's just something that I think about when we think about uh, like cultural heritage. There's different yeah, things yeah. I can ask. Yeah. Like I can ask um, people in my family tradition mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. how to like, <clears throat> fix a truck or what to wear to a wedding or yeah. something. But I can't ask them about uh, things that they weren't taught that weren't into the tradition mm, and to mm, find other people mm, for that. Mm, mm, like mm. the thing that we did at Critical Path where it was just this open jam and mm. everybody can do their own styles. That's not something I can ask my granddad about, yeah. my elders. Because <laughs> yeah. when he grew up there were no different styles. Mm, 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 um, mm, and mm. the styles that existed were like pushed away and yeah, pretended yeah, that they yeah, weren't there. True. That's true. And that's so true. I feel a little bit like I have to listen to elders, but then I also feel like they made some mistakes that I'm trying to not repeat. Mm. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. So I wonder about how you consider, like, your responsibilities to lineage, but then also to these people that you now live with, like Mm -hmm. get Cassidy in the room. Mm -hmm. Like, what's your responsibility to your lineage and her lineage? Oh, she, she have her own responsibility to her lineage. Right. Yeah. So, you know... I'm not going to force it to say something she doesn't want to say. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, the rules are also 
um, you you I, I do a, a, a few a few research you know yes. before going to the studio and when I talk to people you know uh, I'm not I'm not exploring Aboriginal culture mm. but as you as human being how do you contribute to the world right the so, individual yeah the individual yes. yeah and also because um, I've worked with Cassidy as well mm. and she told me that when she was growing up they would also go to barn dances which are like these do you know about a barn dance no it's like the place like a barn on a farm where mm-hmm. they keep all the hay for the horses or whatever but <clears throat> you would clear it out and you would get all the people from the district together and you would have a dance wow. like a, a hoedown or a shindig it's like mm-hmm. a country party yeah, basically yeah. and so as well as having that indigenous dance in her body she's also got I guess the settlers dance in mm-hmm. her body which mm-hmm. is things that my parents grew up doing as well so I wonder what is your you know you're talking at the start about having this African dance style in your mm-hmm. body mm-hmm. but then also having these improvisational structures yeah are there other dances that you feel like are yours just as much as like when I do say break dancing mm-hmm. I don't feel like I'm pretending to be someone else I feel like mm-hmm. even though I didn't invent it I'm part of the culture yeah and I can do it mm-hmm. Um, and I wonder if there's other things like that for you, whereas you do African dance and that's part of your lineage, mm-hmm. but you also do other styles of dance. Yeah, I think for me, I said, however I move okay. is part of, however I move now is part of uh, my training and my experience around the world and where I am today. So I, I feel I hone everything I do, everything that comes out of my body. Yes. However I wanted to to move, you know what I mean? Because for me, uh, the style, now the style is not, it's, it's not the main, the main entry, the main, it's not important to me, it's, it's about me, it's about, it's about me. Mm-hmm. So when I dance, mm-hmm. um, how do I simplify this? Because do you, do you do tap as well? I don't like do that. tap. Okay. Because there's some dances that you say like, okay, that's not mine. Yeah, I don't do that. Okay, so, so, uh, um, the, the reason why, like, like I tell people, mm. um, if you're African, yes, and you grow up in Australia, yes, and you grow up with hip hop dance, yes, that's your traditional dance, yes, you know, um, you can go back to Africa to learn about the ideas and philosophy but uh, and that can't inform how you're moving you know what I mean mm-hmm. and so um, like I can say like I do gambut I, I do gambut dance gambut gambut it's not it's not uh, so it's like when you make a question it's a, it's a dance which have all all start in the, in the good minds of South Africa okay uh, because people were not allowed to talk when they work and so they develop a code that they used to communicate that, oh, oh no, I've got a nice code, I'm going to hide it here. Or, you know, the boss is coming. Or yeah. everyone, okay, start working again. So they develop a code. So it's like we develop our own language in the mind so we can be able to communicate hmm. on the boot. And, and I, it is something, it's not from Ghana, I learned it. But for me as an African, I feel like I have, I feel like I don't have to have anyone's permission to do it. Mm. 
I feel like I'm African, so I'm entitled to that when you do it. Mm. And so, um, yeah, I mean, I don't pretend to do ballet because I can't do it. It's not in me, like I can never do it, you know? Yeah. So even when I when I do something, I, be like, I feel like everything that I do that comes out of my body, I own it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it felt like that when I saw the full circle, mm. the solo version. Um, and there are a few parts to it with like, projection and mm-hmm. text, mm-hmm. and then with your dance. And then... I'm I'm curious to hear you just think out loud about what it was and now what you hope it's going to become with these new dances and this mm, new time. Mm, 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 mm. I guess um, I guess nothing nothing have changed. Okay. From from that the the only thing not nothing have changed the idea which is you know I start by talking about my my ancestors and the jokes they make and. Yes. and 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 that's for me is, is that you know that's a the orientation using that as a starting point to explore, uh, to explore uh, what it is if one loses voice, and mm. and getting his voice again. So, or, or uh, what, what it is when if 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 the, if if I have been picked from from Ghana, to stress okay, you have no right to just and your country and your culture anymore so uh, then that's when innovation comes in because you know I mean I've got to survive I've got to like you know how do I dance you know like I dance, I, I dance like this but then I've been tied up like this you know mm-hmm. so, so this is this is what it is mm-hmm. and then I was interested in then um, so that that and then and then uh, I, I was interested in in uh, for me looking at the past to look into the future so that that projection for me and seeing in the projection it was like how do I and also this works about how, for me I need to learn about who I am where I've come from mm. when we go to school or ancestors or my dad never told me about anything pre-colonization or even no okay. or anything pre-independent nobody have told me that that these were the stories, this were the things that are happening. And they don't teach us this in the schools. Mm. You know, we, we learn a few about the money and empire, but it's very, very small. So it's like growing up, discovering things and learning. And also, you know, the internet is not available to you, or like, you know, you can just go and sit at an hour. Yeah. Because you go to pay, you don't have money. Yeah. You know what I mean? And rating. So it's like, all this works that I'm doing is about learning for me also to be able to learn about my past, mm-hmm. you know, for me to be able to learn about things, pre-colonization, understand who I am as a person and all that, you know. So, um, yeah, I guess I, 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 I didn't really, um, I, I didn't really resolve the end, like, in terms of how they work, but in terms of the idea, I was looking, using that, that uh, African rotation as a starting point to mm-hmm. find my own voice to explore that uh, that that history that gave birth to the hip hop culture. Yeah, and then um, do you think yeah. there will be some hip hop dancing? Yeah, yeah, de- 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 definitely. I think there will be some hip hop dancing. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I guess, I guess for me, like because I've worked 
I've worked in a choreographic like or learning routines and choreography and everything mm-hmm. like that is such not hard for me to do at all mm-hmm. and so I always kind of focus on uh, the, the, the concept yes. or the idea and then um, you know the star comes later mm-hmm. because you know we can we can learn a choreography in, in an hour you know what I mean but I really be able to to make sense, to be able to 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 tell the, the right story in terms of my tradition, how I think, how people, you know, like how is the word, are this work relevant in Australia? This is this much, this is why I really need to think a lot about. Yeah, I was thinking that, because if you were making this work in Ghana, it, I imagine it would be very, very different. And you would, I guess, have a cast that had a shared history, and then your audience would know the references as yeah. well. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so there are questions I'm still there, things I'm still answering, but mm. I guess uh, the structure from, uh, from, how do you call it, from ready made is it's not going to change. It's going to be the same. It's 35. It's going to be a bit more, you just got to add more thought, think about yeah. it more, and, 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 um, and now I, I know that, uh, you know, the work is for hip hop, African tradition connection to hip hop and rap culture, mm. but in the main message that people are going to work out what it's about, you know, how do you find your voice mm. now in the society as human beings, as artists, as dancers? Yes. I even think about, um, exactly what you just said as dancers, mm. and then I think about. Like I was doing a, when I was doing Pansula last week with Tuba, there was a move that reminded me exactly of a move that I had done with Thomas Kelly. Mm. This is like this African, like when you knees a dance and you're stepping back. Yeah. And I was like, hang on a second. Even if yeah. I'm not dealing with um, concept or lineage or tradition of uh, the way that we tell stories, still somehow there's these cultures in different parts of the world yeah. that have this dance that feels the same yeah. to me. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then when I... But I hadn't... I'd almost never do those moves. Before, yeah. Because I studied at, uh, like, doing contemporary. and mm-hmm. Even uh, breakdance, I don't do those yeah. moves. But mm-hmm. I remember when I was very young, there was a Yothi indie film clip for a treaty, a song called Treaty. Mm-hmm. And he was doing those moves. And you when you're a kid, you like, <laughs> you copy the dance moves. Yeah. So you'd copy Michael Jackson, but then you'd also copy Yothi Yindi. Yeah. And then, so I, I feel like they'll, I imagine there'll be moves that you do that come from uh, yeah. your traditional lineage mm-hmm. that will be similar to what Cassidy's learned in mm-hmm. her traditional mm-hmm. lineage. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I don't know as well yeah. about I guess Rachel has learned all of that stuff through. Yeah, yeah. And, and I think for me, when I think of how to really bring people, draw people in the work also, this style of dance mm. is very important in this way because this is a historical work, you know, it's following the historical content. The songs are very important because they song, you know, like the blues and the jazz, you know. So when you look at, okay, you know, in the 16th century and the 21st century, which is like, you know, that 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 full circle and then in then also in that um this the season also also um kind of um feeding back yeah. what we've done today mm-hmm. the middle is also very important because you know all this all this style of dance are really uh, opera, you know they they oppression they are they resist on music they are all music and songs and dance born out of oppression you know so like the jazz and everything so I'm thinking a lot about 
this style of dance because it's also it's also something people can hook up on you know in terms of the tragedy you know the, the journey of the work mm-hmm. uh, the songs you know the dance style also also the costume you know the, the dress you know the, yeah how are you going to costume your cast but I still don't know but okay. I, but I, I still don't I still don't know but I, I I'm thinking of you know I'm really interested in using a lot of spoken words and rap also in the music. Okay. Uh, and in the middle bit, I'm thinking of, uh, you know, using, like, you know, using even bow tie or, like, little tie, just like this, uh, as this, uh, you know, when you've been not forced to be someone else, but, you know, it's a culture change, you know, it's a change of... You yeah, know. it's like a code switch. Yeah. Sometimes, yeah. Yeah, you know, it's like, you know, and even when you look at, when you look at, you know, the, the, the rite of passage, this, like, Africans, you know, during serving time, coming from Africa, you know, to to America, and then when they started to to exploit these ideas of rhythms and dance and everything, mm-hmm. you know, and they weren't wearing, you know, they had, the dress code was changed, you know, they, they dress like, you know, the silly massive, they had the coat, they had the tie, they had the bow tie and everything, yes. you know, so. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that's still kept alive with the, the like, poppers and people that do liquid, they still wear what jazz musicians wore. Yeah, yeah. Then, like yeah. Just bigger, looser versions of it. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, it sounds complex mm, mm, mm. I'm, I'm trying to keep it as simple as I can you know because you know we have only three ways yes. and so I guess for me it's to do a lot of homework mm. and um, yeah and then ask myself all these questions because you know um, you know what, what are people gonna wear what's the cost what's the music gonna be what's the dance style gonna be yeah. and, and what are people gonna hook up on you know how do I reveal things and, and do you think the music if like if there's lyrics, will it be in English? Is that an important yeah, consideration? English, English, yeah, and the rapping as well. Yeah, because I imagine in your cast even there's multilingual people as well. Yeah, I mean, I mean maybe I guess I'm interested. I guess when I when I look at oral tradition, mm. I'm looking at the idea of opening. It's very important for me. Mm. So at the beginning, at the idea of opening, what is opening, and this is something else that people can look that up on and that can really switch, you know, mm. uh, the, the the sense of, you know, community and, 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 and group work and score, you know, in our tradition was very, very important, you know. So, um, is there a score, like, with a group work and mm-hmm. with a score, um, does that mean that there are particular structures that you can borrow for your process? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what are they? Uh, it's more uh, so a sense of reading. A sense of reading. Yeah. Um, uh, also, um, opening, which is which I'll I'll try and borrow. I mean, I wouldn't try to impose, but more like. You know, how do we pull our vision? You know, when we start things, how do we ask for permission? How do we open it? So, uh, these are the things that I'm kind of, and also, you know, gathering, the idea of gathering, you know, uh, these are the things that I'm looking at borrowing from my coach and also that I think they have a lot of similarities to other, other traditions as mm-hmm. well. I think, yeah, my understanding by doing the Dance Together project mm-hmm. with, uh, especially with Vanessa as well, who does Indian dance, was that like most of these 
structures around gathering to dance is not for people to watch. It's for people to do. Yeah. And so it's all very... The focus is different. And even yeah. if there are people who are watching, it's not... It, those people used to do it, but mm-hmm. now they're mm-hmm. old or they're mm-hmm. busy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's true. And this is the thing that, like, when I, when I go, when I do workshop, I like to really, you know, like, I, I, I use, uh, I, 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 like, my workshop are solely based on numbers and, and tongue twister and readings and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. It's very, everyone has to be in their own space, but you have to be really aware of everyone because... You know, if you mess up one thing, you mess one up a yeah. thing. And this is also a philosophy that I know. It's like we are in this thing together. The musicians, the dancers, and the audience on the same page. Mm. You know, no one is different. No one is. It's not. It's not entertaining. I'm not entertaining you. No. Yes. Giving, yes. You know, this this uh, uh, this this call and response. You know. Yeah. Energy that. Do you think you can get the audience to call and response? Let's let's. Are you interested? Yes. Yes. Let's let's see how it goes. I mean, I've been thinking about how how the dancers themselves can be can be of a, you know can be that you know. So maybe the placing of how the facing. I've not think I'm not thinking so much of how the audience down, but uh, you know because it's very short and it's very twenty five minutes and so. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. It's something I'm still thinking about it, but. Mm-hmm. I got to talk to a few people, you know, like I'm trying to get, get a little Vicky and it's like, she's it's so, hard, huh? yeah, busy in the process. So I don't know if it's really important, you know what I mean? In terms of like the setup of the yeah. work or even how the audience see, you know, changing the structure of... Is Vicky working on this with you? Uh, I was open, uh, uh, but now um, I know she's really, really busy, so yeah. I'm just thinking... But, but she'll at least have good information. Really, 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 yeah, when yeah. to talk to her about this. Uh, and I guess that's what I'm really interested in. So I'm always, um, always really open to, you know, listening to other people as well. And, uh, like how, how she can help me to think about things that I'm not thinking. Yes. In terms of shaping the whole structure of the work and mm-hmm. how I can get that message across, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um... Yeah. Wow. <laughs> uh, is there anything else that I haven't asked you that you want to talk uh, about? Oh my god! Because yeah. it sounds like even the people you're talking about working with Francis Rings and yeah. people like that, I'm really keen to hear what it was like and what mm. you learned. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I guess my my face my face uh introduction to the contemporary dance contemporary work was working with Anna Lewis mm. you know mm. uh, but I you know I met you first at the uh, ICD dance the independent dance yeah. and I've not I've not danced I've not done any contemporary training I, I don't have any ballet mm. I just wanted to dance <laughs> so I came into this class and you're like oh my god you know just like and you like you know usually like people do the start on the left and they repeat on the right side and we don't dance like that no right? of course and you're like <laughs> yeah but yeah my first uh, well, analysis about me in, in the work mother tongue and then um, it was great working with all, all of them but uh, I guess the big the big thing was for me you know they gave me 
they give me tools for me to think about my own self and how I contribute to uh, the, you know the dancing in Australia. You know, mm-hmm. having coming from a structured kind of dance background, but uh, you know, how do I leave all of this in? How do I bring them with me in exploring new yeah. space? Because I guess it's, it's it's also a process of. Um you becoming Australian mm, mm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. is that part of it because I'm, I because I guess you plan to live here for a while yeah yeah I mean this is my home you know I, yeah. I, I travel I go back home two times a year two times a year, one time a year sometimes when I can but I guess you know this is why I'm making work you know mm. and uh, it's interesting to you know that's why it's good to, for me to be able to understand the, the landmark, you know, how people think here and everything, yeah. how things can do. But I feel like my work also is very, um, like when I when I talk to people from Europe and stuff, they're really curious, they, they're more open mm-hmm. in terms of what, what I'm doing, you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. I, like when I was in Portugal, I met a lot of people from, from England and, and they've got in a lot of them were talking about people that they're working with that are from African background that are like, oh, okay, you know, uh, you know, I've got this ballet in me, I've got this style, I've got this jazz, but, you know, I want to go find my voice, which is my African heritage, you know what I mean? And then, so then I start to have a very interesting conversation with them because I've been, because my journey has been like, you know, having that as an African, but then coming back and exploring all the things and then going back and say, okay, now this is me, I have all this training in me, you know. I want to tell a story like, you know, I know you're curious about my dance style and how I bring that into the work and everything. And it's also things sometimes I'm still navigating, you know. Mm. Uh, and so then, you know, I, 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 like I talk to them more about, you know, like, and I tell people, you know, like, your traditional dance is, is you know, your first language or, you know what I mean? Mm. That's what you learn, you know. That's your first language. Um... I don't know if it makes sense. Yeah, it's, it's more complex than, you know, because it's, like, yeah. you know, I am, I am, I am black, I am African, I'm born in Australia, I have no language, I have no uh, traditional language, but, you know, knowledge, like I can speak my language, English is my first language, so who am I, you know what I mean? Mm. Every time people ask me, and, and then, but then on top of that, every time people see me, where are you from? Where are you from? Where are you from? And you're like, oh my God. So people are like, okay, how do I go back to learn? But can you go back to learn and speak that language like you speak English? Mm. No. no. And I guess it's also a consideration for the next, like the generation after us as well. Mm. Like even with your daughter, like she's going to grow up Australian. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then not learn, and then having this lineage from you as well. Yes. Yeah. That it's like, yeah, you know, what do I really stand, you know? She's like, but, you know? Yeah, everybody, it, maybe it would be better if everybody had that question. Mm. And it wasn't just that some people took it for granted and knew, and some people thought that they never knew. Mm, mm, if everybody mm, was like, mm. oh, it's very messy. Yeah, and I think there's more awareness also about that now, you yeah. know? So, um, yeah, but I, I guess, like, you know, for me, like working with Francis, it wasn't anything much about 
tradition or identity or mm. it was more about thinking about the bigger picture mm-hmm. when you make work you know how okay. do you put things in concept you know yes. how do you how do you get people to sit with you for 15 minutes or 10 minutes or 20 yes. minutes but this is more important thing uh, I guess um, where for me um, I, there are people I can talk to but because they're not, they sort of feel offers that I have a very strong traditional background and are still interested in it mm. and also interested in, you know, the conceptual part of the world. Mm. You know, because all, a lot of big choreographers have, don't have the training that I have from African background. They have, you know, they've come from, you know, they go straight into like the theater background, the choreography okay, background. Conservatory. Yeah. yeah. And so... It's only few that I have to that are still interested in working with Pope. Mm-hmm. You know, because a lot of other choreographers they don't they don't even really think about that. The, you know, the steps and you know the mm-hmm. the contraction and release, the torso, you know, the elevation, the pelvis and and how they can bring all of that, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So there's actually not many people really talking about this too, but you know, I can't live because I know the amount of knowledge it all. Yeah, it's like when you zoom out to the concept and the community and then you zoom into the body and you say, this is my body, how it moves, how your body, how we move together. And do you find that the dance style that people are expecting from you is really high energy? The dance style people They expect, like that they think that you will be very... Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I guess when people think about African, then they think of that, you know. Celebratory. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And do you feel the need to live up to that, or do you ever get exhausted and not want to do something like that? No, I think the thing is choices. It depends on what mindset I am in. If I'm, if I wanted to teach this, then I don't have any problem with it. Yes. If I'm interested in, in, like I, I, I like teaching that. But if I'm interested in exploring a different space yes. using not the form but the ideas around it to yes. explore a different space open workshop and people tell me what to do is what I don't like you know or it's what I feel like I feel like on a bigger scale mm. it's, um, it's wrong because um, how about people who don't have it but they have the African skin you know what I mean so if you uh, my friends from Burkina Faso come to teach a workshop. Mm. A lot of them don't have the same training that I've had. Mm. You know, they they vary from you know they their training is the, the training theater, yes. acting, yes. the training movement improvisation. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's like then you're telling them they're not dancers or yeah, or they're not African or, or they're not African. Yes. You know what I mean? <laughs> so it's like um, and 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 so for me the problem is if I want to teach that. Yeah. The, the, in a traditional dance form or I want to teach look at you know how the idea of the philosophy around contemporary dance uh, the, the, how the contemporary dance and, and, and bring the two together mm-hmm. if I want to just do improvisation workshop but if, if people t- try to tell me that oh this is not this then that's what and do you when you think about bringing contemporary dance with your dance do you are you thinking about contemporary dance as a uh, like a language and a set of steps and an aesthetic or are you mainly thinking about contemporizing like doing yeah, a contemporary yeah. version yeah con- contemporary or yeah contemporary version not yes because I, I know like um, 
Um, yeah, the con- uh, not, not necessarily a contemporary style because I, and also for me, it's also it's philosophy around contemporary. That's yes. whatever I, whether it's ballet or whether it's jazz or whether it's, uh, it's because you know. Ideas and philosophy around my African dance is very is very different, which is not it's, it's not it's like really the rhythm is four four is six it's, you know like you have mm-hmm. to dance the rhythm mm-hmm. where this idea of contemporary dance it, you know you're not being slept by the rhythm you know yes. you're, you you you're swinging in and out yes. and so looking looking at those ideas and and also how how I can really how I can really dig down into my, you know, like if we we do this hand movement, you mm-hmm. know, how can I really play play with it, play with it? In, how can I take it? How can I give a different approach to it? Yeah, it's more like staying with your body and then also asking, what if, what if this? Yeah, well, yeah, 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 else. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's cool. I like that a lot. <laughs> <laughs> that's why. That's what when I got into contemporary because I've been doing break dance and mm-hmm. then. I thought, okay, but what if this? What, what if this? Yeah. Other thing as well, what if it was slow motion here, and what mm, if there were eighteen mm, people mm, here? Mm. Yeah. What if I did it in a skirt? What if I call this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is the same? Is the same? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like contemporary is a really nice. When it's useful, it's useful to allow you to look at what it is that you that has been put into your body. Mm-hmm. And then play with it, mm-hmm, 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 and I think mm-hmm. that can be inviting, right, mm-hmm, for an audience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Instead of think, actually just mm-hmm. doing what you do, but then like pointing mm-hmm. your foot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know, I know. And I think this is the choice. It's also that uh, uh, I've got to make in this work. You know, where you know the idea is there, the exploration is there, but you know, do I say okay with this part? You know, I'm really interested in how this form of dance looks, mm-hmm. and so. I teach or I give people basic tools mm-hmm. of how to bend the knee or you know how to control it and then see what they also bring. Mm-hmm. Because the thing is that like how a dance is very conditioned and what I find is that as soon as I start to teach people that, you know, do your hand like this, it's messy. And and so um, you know, how how do I make it look that we are in the work together? Yes, even if you still are who you are, mm. you're still mm. all together. Yeah. Nice. So, um, good yeah. luck. Thanks, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this is very interesting. Thanks very much. Yeah. Thank That's, you very uh, much for your time. Your time. You can appreciate it. Yeah, I reckon. People will be really keen to hear what you've been talking about. Mm.